My name is Molly McCartney. I'm an intuitive medium, the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Empower Your Wisdom, and the founder of the Empowered Wisdom School. This show was created for women who wish to trust their intuition so they can follow their higher calling and their bliss without fear, doubt, and disempowering relationships holding them back. If you're a spiritual woman with a business or career in any field and a higher calling you've been working towards, and you want to be featured on the show to inspire others with your story, go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show, and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and today we're talking about going from debt to empowerment. And, you know, when we talk about the spiritual path, we can kind of even, you know, preface this saying sometimes we are in energetic debt in life and it's about overcoming that and choosing choosing powerful, powerful options, powerful roads to become more empowered in our own life so that we have the power to choose uh, going forward. And we are literally going to be talking about financial debt today. So going into financial debt, um, also how that's a symbol for feeling disempowered in your spiritual life and in your life in general, and how to take steps to get out of it, but also how to be aware of some of the pitfalls along the way where you might not see it coming. Sometimes we inherit debt from others that we didn't expect. And uh, my guest, Jenny Eberts, uh, here today, she's a get out of debt coach with a very unique uh, way of approaching this process. And I'm looking forward to hearing her story. So welcome, Jenny. How are you today? I am good. I'm good. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So why don't we start where we usually do? Let us know what you do as a get out of debt coach. Well, um, I work with the individual. Um, I don't have like a step-by-step process. Um, I really meet the client where they are and what is most important to them. And I focus on, of course, getting the quick wins, showing them what is possible and starting to open their mind that having debt with working towards getting out of debt, you you can get there. And it does not have to be this horrible, you know, somebody out there, we've got it ingrained in our minds that this has to be a hard process, but it doesn't, it does not have to be hard. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. I, I told you before the show, I had my own journey of you know, once I got those credit cards and that decent paying job in my 20s, I was like, "Ooh, I'm going to start scuba diving. I'm going to buy a car. I'm going <laughs> to buy yep. any of the clothes that I want. I'm going to start renting my own place. And it was just like, all right, this is no big deal. It's happening. And then when we start to realize interest rates, we start to realize how long it's going to take to pay all of this off. I think, you know, the wise one inside of us, and we all have that, that archetype inside of us says, hey, we've got to get this under control. We've got to get some balance because it really is in all areas of life just about balance. So can you share a little bit about what brought you to this work and why it's so important to you? Well, I've I've been in the, the, I'm a CPA and I've been in the accounting world since the dinosaurs were walking around, it seems like. And, um, you know, I loved my job. I loved digging. I was always the one that that got the the problems, you know, always got the problems that people couldn't figure out. And I loved it. But um, when COVID hit, there were a lot of, we're also a mom and pop. My husband owns his own business and it's just the two of us. 
there were a lot of businesses around us struggling because no income was coming in and we were fine. And people were coming to me, were coming to me asking, help me, help me navigate through this. And I did. And, and I taught them, you know, when money comes in, stay within your means because we, who could have ever predicted a pandemic? I mean, mm-hmm. we, 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 we plan for risk, you know, we set money aside for risk, but I mean, if we learn nothing out of the pandemic is that you to make sure you're financially okay, because the government says, go home and lock your doors and don't go to work. That has a big impact. And so I worked with these individuals and started teaching them, look, when you've got, you know, a big check coming in, you need to put 50% of that back, you know, and make sure you've got a couple of years sitting back there, especially if you have employees, you know, you need to make sure that you can withstand the time. And I had several people say, you need to teach people this. And I was like, Ooh. so the seed was planted and it just kept pulling and pulling and pulling at me. And so I finally woke up and said, I'm doing this. I love it. I love it. Very specific calling based on what you were doing professionally anyway. But mm-hmm. it's, I, I think, you know, and actually my last guest earlier today, we were talking about that, how it just the breadcrumbs show up along the way. The path is the way we're never off track from our calling. It's just about, you know, how we're wired, how we come into the world, our experiences that shape us and and what we get through. And then also our professional skills and what we learn in that way. So it sounds like you were really set up to be someone that could really guide people through this. And you also have your own personal story of debt. Can you share about your story in your 20s? And then I know there's a bigger story after that, that you're you're really passionate about sharing, but just start from the beginning, if you would, and, and let us know what it was like to get into that debt, number one, and then to have the realization, I've got to find my balance, and then what it looked like to find that. So I made it, I, I, I put myself through college, I worked during the day, and then um, went to school at night. And I was so proud of myself because I was able to get my degree with no debt. And um, I did borrow a little bit to get started, but then I was able to pay that back. So um, right before I graduated, I got the dream job for accounting. I mean, it was wonderful. And I was making what I thought was Uber money. You know, it was like cha-ching. And you know, you start buying the designer clothes and the designer purses because I was working in a downtown in a professional building. And so it was keeping up with everyone and not paying attention to the money. Hmm. And, um, you know, I did budgets. I did forecasting for large corporations. I understand how this stuff works, but it also became my escape, you know, because we've got a lot of noise going on in our minds, you know, mm-hmm. that isn't always positive. And it was how, and it was the way that I was able, you know, some people turn to drinking, some people turn to food, you know, whatever it is, I turned to shopping and it was the con, you know, the only time I felt good was when I was in a store using my credit cards. Mm. And to be honest, um, I'd get my credit card statement and not even remember what I bought. You know, it'd be like, wow, I spent a lot of money. What did I buy? And um, 
I got married during all of this. And of course I was responsible for all the bills, you know, I mean, that's what I do. And I went to my husband the first time and I'm like, mm, I made a mistake. Uh, we're about 20,000 in debt. Why don't we go ahead and take out a consolidation loan? I think we can get a better interest rate. And, and he agreed. And he was like, you know, do we need to talk? And I was like, no, no, I just, you know, I just messed up. So we did that. While I was paying that consolidation loan off, I was getting further in debt because it was like, well, that was easy. I mean, there was, I didn't get punished for that. That was easy. So I extended it to about 46000 before I went to him. And I'm like, mm, I did it again. Can we take out another loan? And he's like, what is going on with you? I mean, I'm relying on you to take care of this, you know, because we're now talking about him opening a business, you know, you're going to run my finances. And I'm like, no, I got it. I got it. You know, I'm just, you know, trying to get used to the money and all this other stuff. Well, then I got us a hundred thousand dollars in debt and didn't want to go to him at all. And it got to the point where something was going to get shut off. It was either a car was going to get repossessed or the house was going to get foreclosed on, you know, there was no way of hiding it anymore because I had juggled all I could. And I went to him and I'm like, mm, I'm a hundred thousand in debt. And we sat down and had a come to Jesus meeting. It was probably one of the most difficult conversations that I've had with him, but it was needed. And um, without either one of us knowing anything, how the brain works, he just asked me very curious questions. And it really got me to sit back and examine what I was doing. And that's when I realized, oh, I'm just doing this out of entertainment to get, you know, and it, it helped me by understanding why I was then able to heal. Mm, yeah, it, it definitely takes the shame off of the, those kind of unconscious behaviors when you can have that awareness. Well, and I mean, advertisements, everything around us, people mm -hmm. are happy when they've got the fancy car or the big house or, you know, and, and I mean, that's what we're exposed to. So Absolutely. It, it makes sense why we do it. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's a very convoluted world when uh, we we talk about how health and, and balance is, is so important and, and wealth and all of that. And yes, mm -hmm. everything is is out there like marketing to us to to get us to buy into that dream that, as many of us know, the material things are really fun and great to have, but they're not the source of our happiness. So it sounds yeah. like you started to learn that. Can you mm -hmm. share about, you know, as you made a, a debt payoff plan and, and how you went through that, how you started to learn to find that joy in other places? First off, I was able to sleep, you know, <laughs> instead of lying in bed, trying to figure out, you know, I should be working. Um, I don't, there was a big sense of relief that just having money in the bank, um, it felt, you know, just being able to stand in a grocery line and go, my credit card's going to go through, or my debit card's going to go through, or I'm not going to have to put anything back or, you know, just living within my means just gave me so much joy. I, and, and I realized it really aren't the things in life 
that give us joy or um, accomplishment. It, it's us. And so I just moved in. And, and it's funny too, because as I moved into it, the more money I held on to, you know, because mm-hmm. it was like, no, I'm not, we don't need that. It, it just, it, it was just such a different perspective to see the world as. Absolutely. And it's, it's money is so energetic like that. And, and what you're talking about is when we give ourselves the boundary, like Mm -hmm. here's our, here's our means, this is the boundary we don't cross, then we get to keep that power. We're not Mm -hmm. leaking it into the credit card debt and to the interest payments. Oh, the interest payments, Um, (laughs) you know, all of that. So, so that's a really cool, um, I think not only literal story of, of overcoming that shame, gaining self-awareness and then following what, you know, needed to be done, but also again, a metaphor for how we hold on to our own energy and, and keep those boundaries. And so I would guess, you know, and I'm already, I know we're going to do a reading at the end, but I'm already feeling like this feels like a past life thing for you that in this life ended up being about spending. But for you, it is like one of the final frontiers of holding on to your energy and, and empowering yourself. So then you could turn around and empower others, which is what you're doing now. So it's a beautiful, beautiful story. But there is another chapter to this. So this is this is the part that you're really passionate about. I'd love if you'd share what happened next. Well, so we're doing great, you know, financially. And um, my husband's actually opened his own business. We were about in the first year of it. So, you know, lots, lots of terrifying moments, but fun moments too. And um, it was 2008 and I just had my son and um, my mother passed away. And it wasn't expected. It wasn't, um, had no idea. It was Thanksgiving time. And I got a call from my, her sister, my aunt. And she's like, we're in the hospital. You need to get here. And I was like, okay, you know, of course, what's going on all that. And I got there and a couple of days passed and um, she was on a machine to keep her going. And the discussion was, you know, the the decision was being made to turn the machine off. And I was the one that um, had to sign the paper. And I can remember, and every time I tell this story, I'm right back in that hospital room and it's cold and people are crying and there's, you know, doctors and nurses and they're all looking at me. And, um, you know, they hand me this piece of paper and inside I'm thinking, how the hell could she do this to me? Because I knew her financial situation because she had borrowed money from us. And, and, and I was like, mom, we really need to sit down. Let me teach you what I know. And, um, she left me with a mess. And the message that I want to get out there is we never know. I mean, we don't know what our time is. And as a mother, I would never want to leave that burden to my children because we're not taught a lot about what happens after death, the the people that stay here. So navigating that by itself is horrendous. But then you compound that with debt. You know, my mother had taken the home that we grew up in. It was paid for and took out a second mortgage. 
And so until I could get through the probate process, I couldn't sell that home. So I was stuck with maintaining another home that had a loan needed, you know, so what we did is that week that you get off from work that you're supposed to be mourning, we went and cleaned out the house, got repairs done and got a renter in there just to keep us afloat. And it just was, there was no time to really process what I had just, I mean, I just lost my rock. I mean, she was my world and I didn't get to be sad until probate was done two years later. I got to sell that house and then I was able to sit down and go, wow, I don't have a mom anymore. Mm. You know, it's just, I want people to know it doesn't just go away. Somebody has to deal with it. Did I have to pay it all back? No, I did not. But Um, we were able to get a lot excused, but I had to get lawyers and I had to, you know, so there is a cost associated with navigating through it. Absolutely. And And had we not gotten our finances in, in check, I don't know how we would have avoided um, bankruptcy. You know, Mm -hmm. if I would have had my debt and hers, I, and I don't even know what that looks like when you're in the middle of probate. Yeah, it's complicated, I'm sure. And, and, and what you're talking about is so interesting, because, you know, almost like ancestral work, we talk about in the spiritual field that, you know, we're handed down things through the generations. It's not just your mom handing that down to you. It's probably gone on for for some time that energetic debt that turns into that financial debt and that unresolved, you know, kind of leaky boundary stuff. So I think that's, a again, an interesting metaphor for how that can work in a lot of different ways, whether it's eating problems or, um, you know, people pleasing, codependency, um, addiction, all that stuff. And, and I think the more mindful we are about who we're being and what we're leaving with the next generation. And that's true for whether we have children or not. <laughs> I, I truly Absolutely. believe we, we leave our legacy and our energy behind. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, that's an important, important purpose to, to be aware of and, and to serve in your life. So thank you for that. That's, uh, that's very enlightening. And I think it's going to surprise a lot of people that it's but something we it, need to It surprised about. me. Mm-hmm. It really did. Yeah. Because I just I mean, thought it was going to get white clean. Oh, no. Yeah. No. And we think a lot about the kind of medical paperwork and the medical uh, power of attorney and these kinds of things. But yeah, that stuff is super important, too. So um, so especially any listeners out there that want to learn more about that, you're going to know where to check out Jenny at the end of the show. But um, I'd love to talk about something else next, um, knowing what you're what you're doing to help the world be a better place and following your calling. Um, it sounds amazing. And yet there are successes and challenges that come with that. So you mentioned that one of your biggest successes is overcoming the fear of sharing the story, you know, that that money shame of Yeah, I went through this, I made these mistakes. So can you share what that's been like for you to find that success to trust your inner voice and, and speak about this proudly? I probably held off posting on social media for six months, worried about what people were going to think, what they were going to say, how they, I live in a small town, what they were going to, um, you know, say as they see me in the grocery store. And, you know, I believe in a higher being. And I had to pray a lot. And I'm like, 
push me, just push me into this because I'm really struggling. And um, I just got up one day and ripped the bandaid off and hit send. I mean, I just, and what I've learned through this process of being open and vulnerable, the more I want to throw up a little bit, (laughs) the more I know I'm on the right track. So if I'm not feeling that uncomfortableness, then I'm not pushing hard enough. And so I just got over it. I just, it was more important for me to, to let people know and allow people to think what they want to think. That's something I can't control and know that I'm only doing it to help and not, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. You know, I overcame all this. It's a victory for me, but I, I don't want other people to have to struggle with it. Absolutely. And I think that's great for the listeners out there that have a calling that is based on something that you went through that was very difficult. You know, I know many listeners out there and my my email subscribers and followers know, you know, I had very challenging addiction type issues and um, obesity and lots of illnesses based on my lifestyle and depression and my choices. And, and I think when I started to come out and share about that, I was like, Oh, gosh, I'm this, you know, spiritual guide. (laughs) What if people learn the truth? It's like, we're all human, we all have our life story. And we all have these moments in our chart, that are based on our spiritual purpose. And I think knowing that and owning that and and talking about how we've gained wisdom through that and, and grown, is the inspiration that gets everybody else unstuck from there. So I'm just really encouraging all the listeners who are struggling with that to to hear Jenny's story, to hear mine, and to know that you are safe. And it's important that people hear about you because, you know, otherwise they're going to say, well, why should I listen to you? Why can you help me? Well, I've been exact, I've been through exactly what you're going through. That's why. So. You know, I, I can remember every traumatic event in my life there was a huge blessing that came out of it. You know, so no matter where you are in life, I mean, if you are in the thrones of it, just know when you come out the other side, there is something for you to learn and be able to offer. I mean, we go through what we go through for a reason. Amen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as, as one of my guests mentioned, our mess is our message. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Well, cool. So um, as always, I love to offer some insight for my guests as like a free gift for you coming on and sharing your your story. So you mentioned that your recent challenge is, you know, you still struggle a little bit with people pleasing and you're in I'm not sure if that's in your business or in personal life um, and the self doubt that comes along with following your calling. So yes. can you share about those those two things and how they've affected you recently? and um, how you might like to come out of the other side of that. (laughs) I still have to work. So I still have to work through the, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You don't need to be doing, you know, I still have to, there's some caution that I'm taking when, and I might lose a little bit of time having to work myself through that. And I mean, it's scary getting out there and being vulnerable and just acknowledging it, but being able to get into action faster, I guess is kind of, you know, where I'm not sitting around going, oh, I don't know if I should do it, you know, just do it, just Mm -hmm. do it. You're safe. Nobody can hurt you. They might can hurt your feelings, but other than that, you are safe. So Mm -hmm. good. 
And so, yeah, like uh, as we talked about before the show, this pops up pretty regularly for us entrepreneurs or anybody following a calling, especially if we don't have anyone to model ourselves after because it's unique what we're doing. And um, I'm seeing here in the first card I draw for you is that you are the voice of, of discipline for a lot of people and mm -hmm. your spiritual wisdom and, and maturity is the, the strength that you bring to the table. Mm -hmm. And so if there's anywhere that you're putting your energy that's not serving you, um, you know, keep an eye on those metrics, so to speak, in terms of how you're putting yourself out there on social media and in marketing and etc. Because when you see the results and you see people coming in and getting, um, getting that that service from you and you make a difference, I, I feel that those doubts are a lot less. And so, in between, though, um, there is a need to listen to your inner voice a lot more um, and that that is the in my opinion the voice of your higher power and as it's amplified through you and so the more that you can tune into that and know the difference between your thoughts and fears the less that's going to bother you mm -hmm. some of that comes with time and and practice but uh, but you can also do it by just kind of leaning into that faith in those moments where you're feeling stuck and say, here we go. So another leap of faith, a leap of faith, a leap of faith every day. What's the leap of faith today? <laughs> that's, exactly. that's a good, what are we leaping into faith? That's a good, I love that. Good, good. Yeah, because you've you've been guided from your inner spirit to do this and the, the business building and stuff, I've got my time master card, which is all about divine timing. So there are things to learn and ways to grow the business as they say three years is a good good span of time to know if it's viable and and then after that you can build on it and sometimes it's five years um but i feel that the more you're patient with that and then you're you know if you need to bring an income do it in other ways so you're not worried about that but the personal um vulnerability i feel will melt away faster um when you work on that intuitive piece and when i go into people pleasing with you i feel that there is a part of you that Mm. Yeah, does want doesn't want to shake the apple cart or offend people. Um, and I feel that the it, it's actually refreshing when you do that for people. <laughs> do people tell you that? <laughs> I'm honest with them. Yeah, when you're honest, or when you just share your story, when you show up more authentically, I feel like yeah. they're they're like, yeah. gosh, it's so refreshing to meet yes. someone that does that. Yes, because a lot of times, you know your friends are in the same situation when it comes to debt as you are, but nobody wants to talk about it. And that's what I want to change. We, we need to, we need to have these conversations. So yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the, the hidden aspects of the situation are the hard parts that come with follow the, following the calling. And if you're anything like me, when you take the first leap, you're like, I'm going to do it. And then you're like, why am I so terrified all the time? <laughs> I'm happy and terrified at the same time. So it's, you're always going to have two sides of that coin. And then as the business grows, there's still going to be like always this, Ugh, I'm, I'm not crazy about that. But yes, I'm still on on call or on my calling. And I feel that the more you think about it as, well, how would I feel if I was in a workplace? It's about the same. So at least I've, I'm the, the captain of my own ship and I'm, um, I'm following higher guidance. So it's more fulfilling. Then I will just keep, keep on going because your higher spirit is definitely in control here. And the more you lean on that is, is the more you can get around the obstacles that, that keep you stuck with that self-doubt. 
And so I'm definitely seeing um, in shamanic terms, this is a soul retrieval process. And that is basically reclaiming your power. And that's kind of full circle for where we began in this conversation that going from debt to empowerment, whether that's energetic debt, whether it's codependency, addiction, shopping, uh, retail therapy, retail addiction, um, and just kind of feeling comfortable and not being in power. Um, now's the time where you're pulling that back and through this entrepreneurial journey, that's part of it as well. And I feel that you've been invited on this journey many times uh, to be set free to do what you want. And I feel that you do have very big visions for it. So the more you say yes to the next step, the, the greater it's going to be. And, and definitely putting your resources into it wisely is going to be very helpful as well. So it looks good for you. It's just about saying yes and stepping up and keep taking those leaps of faith. <laughs> right. And and I remember, um, I you know, when you get your first dream job, how you pop out of bed in the morning when that alarm clock goes off, I do that now. Good. I, I, a lot of times the alarm doesn't even go off and my eyes are open. I'm like, okay, can I get up? Can I get up? And so that's what tells me, and that's what I re try to remember when I am feeling doubt, you know, you're popping out of bed again. You're not dragging yourself out of bed anymore. Oh, I love it. I love it. That's wonderful. Wonderful way to end the show and uh, appreciate you sharing your story today and sharing your light. Yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. And so where can people find you if they're interested in learning more about your services? Um, well, I do have a web a website. I am going through a rebranding, so it's just kind of out there. Um, and it's my name, uh, J-E-N-N-I-E, -N -N -E, and then Ebert, E-B as a boy, E-R-T-S dot com. And I'm on Facebook, getting out on LinkedIn, Instagram. I, I'm just about everywhere. All the places. Awesome. Well, check her out, uh, listeners. And um, thanks for being here again, Jenny. Thank you. You're welcome. And thanks, everyone, for listening. Catch you next time. Hey there, I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my Empower Your Life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to EmpoweredWisdomShow.com. Three, listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.